The Happy Even After Podcast. The Happy Even After Podcast. Divorce sucks, but it doesn't need to define you, and it doesn't need to be the end of your story. The Happy Even After Podcast. Meet your host, Renee Bauer, an award-winning divorce attorney, peacemaker, author, and founder of The D Course, an online divorce educational program. She's been doing this work for almost two decades, and she is passionate about helping all women make it out the other side. The Happy Even After Podcast. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Even After Podcast and Happy New Year. This is our first episode of 2022. Hope you all had an awesome holiday and you are recharged and ready to tackle this next year. So, First episode of the year is with the most special guest. I was going to say specialist. I don't think that's a real word, but the most special guest, which is my husband. So he has not been on one of these episodes yet, but if you follow me on social media, which I hope you all do, um, you will have heard me talk about him or you would have seen pictures of him. So today I brought him on and we're going to have a little chat and conversation about marriage, about relationships, about blending family, and all of the good things. So he's here with me today, sitting next to me, Jay Susky, my hubby. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a little nervous, racking, but uh, I'm happy to be here. It's just a conversation with your wife and like 60,000 other people. I do it every morning over coffee. I'll get through this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So a little background info, Jay was former law enforcement for 30 years. In the past July of 2021, he retired, officially joined my team as helping me with all things running the business, helping me with the podcast, helping me with the law firm stuff. So we see each other every single day at home and in work. But let's start with I guess let's just start with, I think, like just a a three minute of like what our story is and how we met. Do you want to like share it? Can you share it in three minutes? I'll try. It's a (laughs) a long story, but I can try and do it in three minutes. Yeah. So it was back in 2011. I was in the midst of my divorce. Uh, It wasn't final yet. I was not his divorce lawyer. I'm just putting that out there. Definitely not. We wouldn't be here if she was. (laughs) No. So I kind of was exploring the online dating scene. Wasn't really into it. I thought I was bored one night. Let me log on to create a profile on eHarmony. It was just kind of purely out of boredom. I wasn't really into that whole online dating thing yet. So I did that. I think I went on one day. It didn't really service to anything. But at some point, I'm not sure if you gave me a wink or I gave you a wink. It was either way. Wink, wink. Wink, 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 wink. (laughs) So we connected on eHarmony in 2011. We went on a date and it went very well. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. And uh, the date and Damn, wait a second. He would not kiss me, by the way. First date, I was like all like parked up and ready for it. And he goes in and like gives me his little kiss on the cheek. I'm like, well, okay, I guess we're not having a second date. He's not that into me. Uh-huh. So keep going. So that's where I was going. Uh, <laughs> we had a great first date and we ended the night. I gave you a kiss on the cheek. Yep. Um, and we went our separate ways. Conversations continued over the next few weeks. We had a second date, a third date. Yeah. Um, We had a bunch of dates and it was all awesome. It was great. And then Uh, what happened? Then what happened is I broke up with Renee. Yeah, he did. I did. 
the timing just wasn't right for me at the moment. Um, I hadn't been, my divorce wasn't complete yet. wasn't final. And I wasn't in the space ready to really commit myself fully to Renee at the moment. And I didn't want to hurt her. If we continued on, I knew she was a very special person. Um, but at the same time, I just, if we kept going, it would have probably continued to develop. And I just wasn't in the space. So unfortunately I did break it off. So guys though, here's the things. Jay has three kids. And at the time when we were first started to date, like I had a holy shit moment. Like I'm dating this guy, really digging him. And he has three kids, three young kids. And I'm like, I don't know if I can take that on. Like, I don't know if I can handle that. So there was a part of me that wasn't quite ready for that relationship either. So what you did, even though I joke about it all the time and I throw it in your face all the time, um, all in good fun, would actually was probably the best thing that ever happened to us. Because I'm not sure had we continued at that moment, it would have turned into where we are now. So flash forward, I'll do like the highlights here so we can get into some of the really good stuff is we broke up. I went ahead and got married. Oops, got married to someone who was like a life lesson. We'll leave it at that. And when that marriage didn't work, it was so short. It was in and out really fast. I hardly even consider it an event that happened, but it did. Jay and I reconnected. And at that point, it was 2013. And when we did reconnect, we picked up right where we left off. And the rest has been history. We dated two years, got married. We've been married six years. (laughs) He's looking at me like, are you going to know this? Yes, we've been married six years now. So, and it's been awesome. It has been awesome. So I think let's just start with what do you like, what do you think it takes? We've both have a history. We both have lessons that we learned from prior relationships. Like, why is this one so good? Like, what did, what, what are we doing differently now? I think that both of us have had life experience in work life relationships. I think we, at least for me personally, I know we talked about this, that uh, we learned a lot over the years. And I think there's a tremendous amount of respect that we have for each other and trust. I think those are the biggest things to have in in a healthy relationship is to have, you know, a lot of trust and a lot of respect and obviously a lot of love too. So, right. I think so too. I think that sometimes love isn't enough. And I think for me, like one of the big things is knowing my own shit that I brought into this relationship, like knowing where I am, like I'm, I can be better. So like, I know for me, and I think you're the same way is we're both a little bit conflict adverse. Like we don't want to bring up things that might make the other person upset. And that has definitely been a work in progress. And I think it's something that we call each other out on kind of frequently. Like I think, I mean, not, not so frequently, but when things come up, like I I can just, I know, I know when something's on your mind, like I know how you act. I know like this like vibe that you're giving off. And for a while I was just like, what's his deal? Okay. Well, he'll talk to me when he wants to, but now I have learned, like, I'm just like, what's up? Like lay it out, like lay it on me. Let's just talk about it and kind of deal with it. So calling each other out. And I think you call me out too on stuff. Yeah. um, You can definitely tell when I am, feeling a little off and you call me out as soon as you notice it. As you know, I'm not the type of person to kind of keep my emotions bottled up. 
I feel better talking about them, but sometimes it's hard for me to get it out. And with your prompting, uh, it's helpful. <laughs> it's definitely helpful. Uh, prompting is like sitting on the other side of the couch, looking at you being like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what are you not saying? Right. But you're radiating. Like I can feel it. But I think when it comes down to it, it's communication. And I think that that's the one thing that we have always done really well. I think that neither of us really gets defensive if there's something that is bothering the other person. I think that we both, you know, we can both listen really well and process it and not immediately react to it and rather kind of take it in. And I think that that's a big one. Yeah, I I think I still have, I've worked in that a lot. I think that there's times where I have something on my mind that's, you know, it's bothering me, something about whatever situation it might be. It takes me a lot of courage to get it out. And most of the times I don't initiate it. And then there's the prompting, Jay, what's wrong? Uh What's going on, Jay? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, have I ever reacted bad to no. anything that you've ever no, brought no, out? No, absolutely not. Yeah, likewise, you yeah. haven't either. And so I think that that's kind of a learning thing. I think that I also think that when you're in a relationship, like how you show up in a past relationship is not how you show up in the current one. Like, I think that you help me to feel really confident and secure about talking about the things that I might have before swept under the rug because I didn't want to deal with it. Like, I feel really safe doing that because I know that your reaction is always going to be really positive, really supportive. Like you're not going to get angry or defensive. Like you're going to listen and be like, okay, all right, let's, you know, let's see how we can, right. we can deal with this. Right. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Communication is definitely important. I think that we high vibe on all those levels. <laughs> high that's, vibe. A, that, that, that's a term that I learned from <laughs> Renee, by the way. He's been hanging out with me too long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So what about, I mean, I think that something that we do really well is carving out time for just us. So we have between the two of us, we have four kids. So we have, well, by now, by the time this recording drops, it's going to be 16, 18, 20, 22. The math should be really easy because it's two years apart. (laughs) But yeah, it just took me a second. So we have, you know, over the years, we've had really crazy busy schedules in households and activities and everyone running in different directions. But I think that we do a really good job of when the kids aren't with us of using that time to kind of reconnect and do things that, that we have fun with and that are together. Right. Date nights are super important. Uh, Whether it's, you know, going out to a dinner or I love to cook. So Mm -hmm. a date night could be totally staying in and making a dinner, hanging out and watching some episodes. So those times and those moments are super, super important. And I love I, to eat what you cook. Right. So it <laughs> really do. works out really well. So not only for us, but I imagine any couple needs to carve out, you know, private time for themselves to reconnect because life can get busy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, honestly, I'll, I'll bring this up. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. No. Just um, so you know, we did not pre-plan this. We're right. just like, we're going to sit down and have a conversation, see what flows. So now... Maybe I should have planned that a little better. That's okay. Okay. You'll like what I have to say. All right. Um, So prior to my retirement, you know, we each had our own professions. We Mm -hmm. had our days. We spent our days at our workplaces and we would come back home, come back together and share, you know, about our days. So after we had this conversation about me coming aboard to help with everything that you have going on, I was a little anxious. I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure how that was going to affect our 
our relationship of our mar- or our marriage. So, you know, because it's, I think it's healthy as, as we've talked, it's healthy to have your alone time, your private yeah. time, your time away from your spouse, your partner. So I was a little anxious coming into that space and having that time together a lot more than it had been. <laughs> but over the last five months, I think that we have that type of relationship where we can separate out. It's, you know, time we have to do professional stuff and, and time home, time taking care of the kids, date nights, you know, watching TV. So I don't think we would be able to do that if we didn't have the relationship that we do have and that the relationship that we built up to yeah. this point. I agree. Although I don't know how professional it is when I walk into your <laughs> office and start breaking out in the running man to uh, like no. <laughs> shake off. <laughs> True story. I'm like all like anxious or stressed or something. And I walk in and I just kind of break out into dance with no music because it just like makes him laugh, which makes me like forget about like the anxiety that I might There's have. There's been a lot of dancing in my office. <laughs> Lately, there has. That's true, too. So that's a good sign. I like to break out in spontaneous dancing. Do you believe that on the other side of your divorce can be a life you freaking love? What if I told you that to live a happy life, you first have to believe you deserve it? How can you possibly create a life you love if you don't believe you are worthy of it? Let's get you set up to start believing in you. Just text the word BELIEVE to 411-321 to receive a free Believe Yourself Badass Guide. In this guide, we talk about power statements and how they can change your life. So stop what you're doing and text BELIEVE to 411-321. See you on the inside. All right. So what challenges do you think that we've had to face or deal with as, because I think that it's it's totally misleading to be like, oh, everything is perfect all of the time. Our life is wonderful. Like, come on guys, like that's not real life, no matter how much you like and love your partner. So, you know, there's always challenges. And I think when you add a blended family, you have another whole level of challenges. So let's talk about that. Let's see, challenges. One of the challenges that I've, I've had to recognize coming with your new ventures and your, all of your new work. You're very, very busy, (laughs) very, very busy. And your time is wrapped up in a lot of things. And it's not just during a nine to five workday. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's every day. It's all day. And your mind is constantly going. So with my children getting older, I'm finding myself that I'm going to have a little extra time and I can't be waiting around for you to, oh, to be yeah. like, Hey Jay, what do you want to do? Cause I know you have a lot going on. You're busy. You have mm-hmm. all this other stuff going on. So I don't know if you call it a challenge, but it's just something that I'm going to have to fill my time with something that's, you know, not waiting for Renee to come entertain me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love that you brought that up because we're watching Ted Lasso. If yeah. you guys have not watched that yet, it's it's such a fun series on Netflix. But there's a particular episode where there's two characters and the woman wants her alone time and is like desperate. Like she's hiding in the, the shoe closet, like with the stinky sneakers just to get a few minutes away from her boyfriend whom she loves to death, but she just needs the quiet time. And when we watched that, we kind of laughed because I totally feel like that's us a little bit. That's sort of how we roll. Like I, I definitely thrive in need 
like a little bit of that time just to myself to do something that kind of fills me up or just is, is alone and like grounds me. And I'm totally an introvert and I have all of like those introvert characteristics and I know you're going to deny it, but you are totally an extrovert. So you thrive off of like having people around you and like wanting to do stuff. And sometimes we have a little bit of a disconnect there. We do. So we've had to have conversations about that. And like, just because I'm one way, I need to not expect you to be that same way. And like, if for, I think there was a moment where it was like, I don't understand, like, why don't you want that time too, like just to yourself? And you're like, I don't understand. Why don't you want me sitting on the same couch cushion as you, (laughs) you know? And I think that took a moment of recognizing like we're two separate people and we have to kind of honor and respect who we are, even if it's different. And even if we don't quite understand it. Right. That was a very, very important conversation we had. It kind of, it kind of woke me up a little bit to recognize that, you know, just because I want certain things and, you know, I want affection, I want compliments, this and that you don't necessarily, you, you operate on a different level Mm -hmm. where your time and your space in your own space is very important to you. And it's just a different how, how we're, we're different as people. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was a great conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of lifted us up a little bit. And I think we see who the other person is at a deeper level. Yeah, totally. And can respect that. Yes. And now like, I understand that for you, you going out and seeing, and maybe being around some of your friends is the thing that makes you feel really good. And the thing that makes me feel really good is like having an empty house and no one's around and the TV's off and it's like pure quiet. <laughs> like, you right. know, those are two different things, but it's just sort of understanding that. So when now, like when I say that, you know, hey, I need that time, then you don't get offended or your feelings aren't hurt, which is what happened on Ted Lasso. He totally like was so offended and he was like, his feelings were so hurt until the light bulb moment went off and was like, oh, I just don't understand her. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. there, I did have those moments where you just wanted your time away. I'm like, what, what's, what's the deal? Does she not love me as much as I love her? <laughs> Why doesn't she want to be near me all the time? I want to be near her all the time. <laughs> That's so freaking funny. <laughs> but yes, it did. It lifted us up. And now there's that mutual understanding that I know how you operate. I know what brings you joy and kind of lifts you up and recharges you. And that's important. And I love that I'm able to kind of understand that now Mm. and give that back to you. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, like those are the differences, but the things that we actually enjoy are so very similar. Like we love the same things on vacations. We love to travel, like we vacation the same way. And so like going away is something like, it's so easy. I mean, I would say Anyone listening out there and you're trying to figure out like, okay, is this person someone I want in my life for a long-term relationship? Is this someone I want to marry? Like travel with them. You will learn so much about the other person and how compatible you are if you travel because people have different travel styles. And I think like you see the most unfiltered, raw version of each person when you travel. And, you know, thank God we travel exactly the Mm -hmm. same way. I end up in some middle of some dance party at some point. Right? Well, that's at, true. At, at some on some vacation, but yeah, that's I remember our, our first trip together. That kind of was a test. I think. Yeah. More, you were testing me than I was you. I think. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. If I could travel with this dude, 
I think uh-huh. he's going to hang around for a little while longer. Yeah, totally. And yeah. and I like I'll I'll never forget our first. Well, we did Vegas and then we did Nashville, like two long weekends, and both of them. When I knew he was a keeper, we were in Vegas. He brought me to a bookstore that had old books and there was the original copy of Gone with the Wind, which was one of my favorite books as a child. Um, and so I knew like, just from that, I'm like, holy shit, this guy listens. Um, and we're in Vegas and he's bringing me to a bookstore. Like what? <laughs> um, which is like awesome. Cause that's totally who I am and not at all who he is. Like I'm the nerd in the relationship. I'll admit it. And then we went to Nashville. We were away for a long weekend. And you, I said once we were sitting on the yeah. couch and I said, Oh my God, my one of my favorite authors, Jojo Moyes, is going to be in Nashville for the release of her new book. What a coincidence. That's so cool. And that was it. I never brought it up again. While we were going out to dinner, he directs the cab or Uber in a different direction, pulls up to this bookstore, and there we are, like sitting outside for the release of this author's book. And she was there. And I think my eyes filled up and I knew at that moment, like this was the guy for me, because you're not a book person. You're not like a book nerd like me. And yet you went out of your way to one, like, listen to me, remember it and like actually execute on something that meant so much to me. And had we not gone there, I wouldn't even thought twice of it. Cause I wouldn't have even asked. I'm like, Oh, it's our weekend. So why, why would we do something like right. that? So, you know, those were two defining moments for me. Cause you're awesome. always so awesome. thoughtful Thank and you. sweet. I think that goes to like, you get my love language, you know, it's, it's time. It's, acts of service, you know, yes. things like that. So it's like moments like that, that for me, I was just like, oh my God, like this guy. Yeah, I loved, I loved planning that with those surprises for you. It, it, was, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. You're awesome like that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about kids. Let's talk about like our big, crazy family and parenting. Because I think that that can always, in any blended family, I think parenting can be a challenge. I think you have people who come in with different parenting styles. I think that you often see in blended families, like lines being crossed between parents disciplining kids that the, you know, that aren't their own. And I feel like we've had a really smooth transition there, even though we haven't always agreed on everything parenting wise, but I feel like the transition has been really smooth. So you know, what, what do you think about what's happening in like our co-parenting world and blending our families? I think from very early on, we took it very slow um, before we kind of introduced the children to each other. And then once we obviously started getting serious and married, I think it's been pretty smooth. I think all the kids get along, they respect each other, but as far as as challenges are concerned, I don't know. I don't, I don't see any major challenges. Oh, come Come on. on. There has to be something that you can dig into. I mean, I think that if I were to think of like really dig, I think you're right. I think on the most like important base level, I think our values are the same. So I think that that, you know, because that's aligned, a lot of things fall into place as to how we parent our kids. I think that we have had different opinions about things that we have both shared with each other one way or the other. But, you know, I think going even back to that, the one thing we never did was discipline our, the other kids. We never did that. It was kind of like, all right, you want to ask them to pick up their dirty socks from the couch. That's one thing, but like imposing discipline was not, uh, it was like not my role to do that for your kids. If there was an issue, like you were going to do that. And I think that helped. I think that that helped the kids not resent 
the other yeah the I don't other think we parent. ever really had a hard conversation about that I think it was just understood yeah and kind of we understood that space and um you know we allowed for you know the parent to kind of take care of that right that role yeah and you know I think that when we've had parenting differences it's kind of like uh you know asking like do you want my opinion about this we just had this recently and you know you're talking and i'm not saying anything and i'm just kind of smiling at you and nodding my head so i don't want to hear what she has to say because i know it's the right answer (laughs) (laughs) but i'm not going to offer it unless it was asked of me because i mean it kind of sucks actually when you know something's true and you don't want to hear it like you don't necessarily want to hear it unless it's it's not the right time to hear it so you know in that circumstance you looked to me and said what did what do you think and i said to you do you really want to know what i think because i'll tell you and you gave me permission to share and then you took the information absorbed it and that was kind of the end of the conversation and that was it so maybe that would be like a tip would be you know, if you are in a relationship, if you're co-parenting, if something is, there's something misaligned as to an agreement as to how something is being handled, maybe ask the other person. Yeah, Unless it's directly impacting your household, you and know? If it's something that egregious that has yeah. to be handled right in the moment, then yeah, absolutely handle it. But if it's something, hey, um, Renee, I just noticed something about, you know, your son. I want to talk to you about it. You know, have that conversation. Right, right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, babe, what else? What else can we talk about? Like what's working? Everything's working. Honestly, everything is working. I'm foreseeing a very long, long loving marriage, you know, as our kids kind of grow and they kind of spread their wings. I look forward to doing more together, enjoying our big, big, crazy blended family Mm -hmm. someday hosting holidays with a big house full of Mm. our children and our grandchildren. Yeah. But not anytime soon. Not anytime soon. No, 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 not anytime soon. No, not at all. What else? I think that's. I think that's it. So, you know, that's just sort of some insight into who we are. Um, You know, I can just say, I will say this publicly. I say it to you privately all of the time. I'm so grateful for your support. I'm so grateful for you being next to me in all of this um, and wanting to actually work next to me every single day. I know I can get a little crazy. I know sometimes I'm a lot. I know that. You are a lot, but I love you. <laughs> so yeah, so he, uh, he, he knows how to handle me. But I am super grateful for all of that because I think that when you're with the wrong person, that person can keep you down. They can prevent you from flapping your wings and exploring to see what you're capable of. And um, I've never had to worry about that. Like, I know that every crazy new idea that I have, you're going to be like, yeah, babe, go do it. (laughs) Or I'll say, babe, maybe you want to wait on that one. And then she says, no, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So that's how it usually goes because I don't like waiting on anything. (laughs) But when I do that, you are like, all right, then let's do this. Then let's do it. Because you're totally supportive. So try. So guys, I think the message is there's so much good that can come out on the other side of a divorce, even though it feels horrible, even though like you may be thinking, I'm never going to get remarried or I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Like you won't. And you may decide that you are going to get remarried because you find someone who who really 
who really brings out the best in you. And I absolutely hate the term that that phrase from uh, Jerry Maguire. I hate it. You complete me. I say it over and over again. Like I hate that term, but it's not about finding someone who completes you. It's about finding someone who gets you, who supports you, who respects you, who loves you. And you're my person. So I would not trade what I have gone through and the relationships I've had that haven't worked out for anything in the world. I would do it all over again, even the hard, hard, really tough stuff because it brought us together to where we are. Mm-hmm. And I've never been more at peace and happy because I love, like I love our life. I love, it's so easy. You know, even the craziness and the chaos it's, and all of that is our, our life is so easy because you're next to me. Oh, that's very sweet. No, I agree. If I, you had asked me 10, 12 years ago, if I was ever going to be in this place in my life, this happy, this peaceful, I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe it. So and my story through my divorce was not a very easy one, but you can get to the other side. You can find that happiness and that peace in your life. And uh, babe, I'm so grateful for you too. I know that sounds cheesy and everyone's going to uh, probably giggle and kind of like I know, no. roll their eyes, but that's okay. No, no. All right, guys, there you have it. We're kicking off 2022 with an inside look into what's behind the scenes in my world with my husband. So next week, we will be back with another guest interview. So we will see you soon. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Link up with us at MsReneeBauer.com. Remember to rate and review and share with anyone you think might find this episode helpful. You can change your story and live happy even after. Oh.